0: No matter how long you've been homeschooling or how long you think you're going to homeschool, very early on, you realize that homeschooling isn't a sprint. It's more of a marathon with hills and valleys, with some twists and some turns, and along the journey, we can sometimes find ourselves wondering how we can keep going with the same passion, love, and attention day after day and year after year, and that's what today's episode is all about. Finding our gentle endurance, the ability to stay energized and to stay focused, and also kind and compassionate to ourselves and our children. We're going to look at three simple strategies that you can do right now that can keep you through the entire school year and your entire homeschool journey. We're going to talk about how we can reframe what we think endurance means. And then I'm going to give you a bonus tip of some things that we have to stop doing if we want to be able to do this for the long haul. So if this sounds like something that you might be interested in, then grab a cup of whatever you're drinking right now because if you're like me, it can go back and forth between some tea, some coffee, whatever it is. Get a notepad and find a comfy spot. And let's do this. Just like the safety instructions on an airplane, we must secure our own oxygen mask before helping others. Well, this is your reminder to put your oxygen mask on. Hi, I'm Inga, a certified life coach and educator with over 30 years of experience in curriculum and instruction. As a homeschooling mom of four, I understand the challenges and the overwhelm that can come from trying to juggle it all. Well, in this podcast, we'll explore practical tips to prioritize our holistic well-being and simple steps to make homeschooling a little bit easier so you can stress less and enjoy more. Sometimes we just need a reminder to take a pause, prepare, and recover from the demands of homeschooling and life to be still and remember that he is God and that we can do all things. And that includes homeschooling our children through Christ who strengthens us. And So friend, I pray that you will take this moment to catch your breath. This concept of endurance especially in relation to us as homeschooling moms, has been on my mind for a little bit. And I want to dive into that today. But before I do, I want to check in with you. That rhymed. (laughs) How are you doing today? How's your week been going? Have you had an opportunity? Have you made space in your day to just calm down, to focus on the things that fill you back up, and to center yourself and be able to be in the moment to be able to do this for the long term. That is going to be one of the things that we're going to talk about today because it's going to be important that you're taking care of yourself if you plan on doing this for the long term. And for you, your long term could be the full year. It could be, you know, until they're finished with elementary school or like my family it could be from beginning to end. And I just want to make sure that We think about what we need to be able to do this because we can burn out early and even if we don't actually stop doing it, we could lose the joy and the happiness and the beauty of it. So we're going to talk about some very specific things. But before we do that, I want to talk about the definition that I found for endurance. Endurance can be defined as the ability to withstand something challenging, such as physical or mental stress, without giving in. It's the power to endure an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without succumbing to weariness, fatigue, or a loss of energy. That sounds negative, (laughs) right? Because we don't want to think about endurance or the thing that we have, the homeschooling be something that we have to withstand. But It can be challenging sometimes. It can cause some physical or some mental stress. It can have some unpleasant days if you've ever had a child that didn't want to do what you asked them to do. It can cause some fatigue, some weariness, some loss of energy. So when we think of it in the context of homeschooling, endurance might refer to the ongoing commitment, the patience, and the resilience that's required to us to maintain effective and loving instruction over an extended period. It's not just about the stamina, friend, but a thoughtful and caring persistence that recognizes that this is a long-term journey. I think of it as if we're continuing to walk a path. And even when it's rocky or uphill, we still can find joy in it. And we learn from every single step that we take. If we stumble over a block or a rock, We can learn from that and then we keep on going and we're still loving and enthusiastic along the way. It's about balancing our daily tasks with our overarching goals and then finding ways to stay inspired and energized throughout because I don't know about you guys, but I know I need my energy. Hopefully now you have a different thought around endurance. So I want to give you three simple tips, strategies, steps to ensure that we still can have our energy and our motivation throughout homeschooling. The first one is to begin with your destination in mind. When I talk about destination, I believe that it's layered with two things. You're thinking about your why, why are you doing what you're doing? And then you're thinking about your what. And the what to me is key because that's what you want your children to be able to say about their homeschooling journey at the end. And when you think about those two things, why did you decide to do it? What do you want them to say at the end? And what do you want to be able to say at the end? Then that is going to define the goals that you set, the dreams that you have for your homeschooling, and the action that you're taking. Understanding where you want to go is going to help you decide what to do to get there. Everything that you do is going to be driven around that destination. So as we think about that, it goes back to that plan. Be clear about that. Know what your why is. Know what your what is. Dream about it. I say, you can can look at your dream day and say, this is what I wish it would look like. It doesn't necessarily mean that's exactly what's going to happen, but as you're thinking about choices, as you're thinking about getting yourself back on track, you know this is what you want it to look like. You'll think about those milestones along the way. Those are those markers. If you know that you want to get all the way to Z let's just say then you are, are going backwards because you're planning with the end in mind so you know you want to get to Z you have to figure out what does Y look like what does X what is W you're just continually to go back okay let's listen for just a second I was like wait am I saying my my um alphabets backwards correctly <laughs> as I was speaking I was like wait Is it? And you know what you have to do whenever you do the alphabet, right? You always have to start at the beginning and go all the way up. That's sad, but it's true. And if you do that, hey, we all do it. If you don't do that, then hey, you're a whole nother person. (laughs) You got it together. All right. I digress. Maybe I'll cut that out, (laughs) but I just had a moment. All right. So you want to begin with the end in mind. That is so key in everything that you're doing. The next thing you want to do take care of yourself. If you want to be able to do this, if you want to be able to endure, you have to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. You have to look at your rest, your relaxation, those things that fill you back up. You're going to have to set aside some time for yourself. You're going to have to make sure you don't drop all of your hobbies. You can't drop all of your hobbies and think, I'll pick them back up in 18 years. If that's how long it's going to take you, if you have multiple children or even in 12 years or really 10 years, a decade later, you need to have something that is still pouring into you that gives you that joy. So figuring out how to infuse that throughout and then take care of, we talk about all of those different pieces that we talked about. Look at those and make sure that you've taken care of those because if you don't, more than likely you can go to burnout much faster than you want to. The next thing you want to do is surround yourself with support. Please do not try to do this on your own. It doesn't mean that you have to put your children in a co-op if that's not what you want to do, but it does mean to find other moms who are going to be able to love and encourage you through this journey. One of the episodes that is on my calendar to do, but I'll give you just a sneak peek, is the type of moms that you want to have in your life. And I truly believe that you need to have some moms who are further ahead of you, uh, more so that have kind of had them through high school or kind of finished or close to finish or at least graduated one, because you want them, you want to be able to see what it looks like on the other side so they can encourage you to do that. You want to have some moms who are right where you are and so that they understand the pain and the the frustrations and the things that you're going through right then and then you want to have some moms that are that you can look to and talk about what's coming. So, you could be that mentor to them. And there are some other key things for why that's important as well. But we'll talk about that in that episode. But you want to surround yourself with those people, find your community, find your people. And it can be challenging and hard, but it is so necessary because if you do not do that, then you're working in a silo. And I truly believe, and I know this from experience, that when the devil gets you alone by yourself, he can then speak those lies that can break you down. And we do not want that to happen. And so this is your final bonus strategy. Those are the things that we want to do, right? We want to make sure that we begin with our destination in mind, begin with the end in mind. We want to make sure that we make time for ourselves because we're taking care of ourselves and we want to surround ourselves with support. Those are the key things. But then there are some things that we have to stop doing because these are the harmful things that are truly going to trip us up. They're going to hinder us and they're going to make us want to stop. And there are many things, but these are the three biggest that I have found for myself that have hurt and that I've had to stop and that I've heard and seen from other moms. Number one, stop comparing. On this journey, we cannot spend our time comparing ourselves to other people, to other families, comparing our children to other children, comparing our choices to other moms' choices, comparing what we have said we are not going to do with what somebody else is going to do we can't compare ourselves with our real life and someone else's Pinterest perfect life or their Instagram life or just any of that or or you're going along doing what you think is okay and then you hear a mom talk about how her children you know are doing this Harvard ready language arts curriculum and you start comparing and say what's wrong with my children or one of the biggest ones is you know your child is learning how to read, they're making the progress they're doing that you're you're working it through, and then another mom tells you, "Oh yeah, my child was reading ever since he was five, and now you know he's reading Shakespeare at seven, and you're like, "Wait a minute, what's wrong with me? We can't do it. We have to not compare ourselves. It will ruin your progress, it will ruin your spirit and I want to say it's Paul. I know in the Bible he talks about not doing that. 2 Corinthians 10, 12 says, For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves from some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. I don't know about you, but I want to be wise on this journey. So let's remember that we each have our own unique situations, dynamics, families, children, all of that. And if we can remember that, we won't compare. The next thing we have to stop is stop trying to do it all. Oh, I am so exhausted sometimes. And when I Stop for a second and reflect. I realize it's because I've been trying to do it all, and sometimes it's because of comparing. Because I found out somebody else was doing that curriculum, and I want to try it, or they're in that co-op, or they're in that activity out there. And then I realize I'm trying to do too much. We don't have to do it all. We don't have to do every single curriculum. We don't have to do every single subject every single day. We don't. There's a lot of things that we can just lay down. Which is why we we create up. We start this homeschool journey in Christ. We create, we plan, we give it to Christ, and then we determine what to do. So it's almost like for me sometimes, and I I am guilty of this, I will write out my full year's plan and all of the things that I'm going to do, and then I, I'm going to go full force into it. And what I've had to do now is look at all of that and say, where can I subtract? How can I practice some math here? There are some things I have to subtract. Because I need to have some margin in my day. I need to have some space in my day to breathe and take care of myself and just to be and enjoy. So if you are finding that you don't have the energy and the focus and the delight for this journey, just take a moment and assess. Are you doing some things that are not aligned to where you want to end up, where you want your children to end up? Are you, do you have a lot of stuff piled on your plate because of what you think you should be doing, but it isn't going to get you towards that goal? And when you do that, be willing to subtract. Pray over it and be willing to take some things off your plate to lay them down. It may be that you have to lay them down for a season. It may be that you have to just lay them down Period. But we want to recognize, A, seasons. So as we're looking at our seasons, recognizing that I can't do everything in every season, what season am I in? If I have a lot of younger children, if I have a newborn, if I have any of those things, I may not be able to do some of the other things that I see people doing or even some of the things that I want to do. Because even though there are many good things, it doesn't mean that it's good for you right now. So I may need to lay that down. If I'm in a season of, for me, when I was in a season of 24-7 pain, I had to be able to lay some things down and say, what can I still do to get me towards the goal and the destination. For me, it was, I can still read to them every day because I can read all of the different subjects and I can ensure that they're getting that. We can have good, rich conversations, but I can do that laying on the couch as I'm going through this. They can do that laying in my bed when they're all around me. So ask yourself, what can I lay down in this season so that you're not trying to do it all? And then finally, and it goes back to taking care of yourself, we have to stop putting our needs last. That one's a hard one. I know for me too, because sometimes it feels like we're being selfish, but you're not. We hear it all the time. It's a thing that's kind of a cute thing to say. It's one of those, you know, that it's one of those things that we hear and say, but really don't recognize that we have to do that. When we say put on, when you hear put on your oxygen mask first. 100% we must do that to be able to survive. But also you cannot pour out of an empty cup. One of those other, I'm trying to think what they're called, sayings that we hear that we're just like, oh yeah, that's what that means. But it's a reality. So we have to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. It's not selfish to make sure that you are getting what you need to be able to do this. Your children will thank you. Your husband will thank you. Your friends will thank you. Your body will thank you. You will be able to do this long term. So, what are we doing? We are number one, remember that it's a dance and it's not a race. And those small, consistent steps are going to lead to a beautiful, harmonious rhythm that you and your children can get into. And it's a journey that you'll be able to endure. I hope this was helpful. I can't wait to hear. I pray that you will find the energy, the joy, the love, the creativity to continue to endure. I pray that when you start to feel weak, when you start to feel like you cannot continue to do this, I pray that God will send you a beautiful and wonderful community that surrounds and encourages you through those hard days. And I pray that as you continue to be strengthened to endure, that you will then help more moms endure so that we can continue to do this together. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode empowered, equipped, and most of all, encouraged you. Don't forget to share your thoughts on today's topics because I'd love to hear how you're implementing these strategies. And you can do that in the free community where you can connect with me and other like-minded moms. You'll get some practical tips for homeschooling and teaching your child, managing your stress, and prioritizing your self-care. You can also ask questions there, you can participate in the fun challenges, and of course, you can celebrate your wins because we like to party over there. Also, if this was helpful and you know that it can be helpful to someone else, leave a review or share this with another homeschooling mom who needs to catch her breath. Mommy. That's my cue, but before I go, I want to leave you with these words from Philippians 4, 6-7. I pray that you won't be anxious about anything, but that in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, you would present your request to God, and that you will experience the kind of peace that surpasses understanding as you navigate the stresses of life and homeschooling. Until next time, remember to take a moment to catch your breath.